Hi everyone, uh, welcome back to Sports Kati. Today we have a panel to discuss about IPL. And uh, so with me is Shualip Rohit. Hi everyone. And uh, we also have two of our friends, uh, Bhanu. Hey everyone. And uh, Karan. Hi everyone. Uh, so let's let's start with IPL. You know, IPL is back. Uh, there have been a lot of speculations. Where is it happening? When is it happening? How is it happening? Anyway, uh, in our previous session, we have explained a lot of uh, those things and the uh, the COVID regulations and everything. Uh, so let's to let's to start with an overview. IPL is starting on September 19th, uh, and it is starting in UAE. That's where, and it is starting with COVID protocols. So I think Rohit has prepared a session for IPL. Uh, let's start with that. Uh, what are we starting with? Oh yeah, sure, Vaishal. So firstly, uh, you know, I'll start talking about the pitches in UAE. Uh, you know, it's a change from IPL happening in India to happening in UAE. So in UAE now there are three venues for IPL matches this year: UAE, Sharjah, I mean, sorry, uh, Abu Dhabi, Sharjah, and Dubai. Now, firstly, as we know, the weather in UAE is really hot. So and this will lead to the uh, what do you say what you commonly call as a crumbly soil which will make the pitches slow and low now having said that uh, you know there are slight differences between these pitches in abu dhabi uh, what what they have shown or what history has shown is they have tried to make it pacer friendly and i believe at least during the start of the ipl and especially in the day and night matches there will be assistance to the pacers but then you know i expect the pitches to crumble and become slow as the tournament progresses uh dubai i expect slow pitches from the start of the tournament itself um sharjah pitches have been generally flat and also they have small boundaries so you know we can expect a lot of i would say relatively bigger scores here uh, compared to the other two venues uh, at least during the start of the tournament and then you know as the weather takes its toll it's going to get slower and lower everywhere uh so uh, you know i was looking for some stats to support what i'm saying Uh, and i did come across this uh, that there have been only one 200 plus score in abu dhabi in uh, 45 matches and only four scores of 200 plus in dubai in 51 matches and one score of 200 plus in sharjah in 28 matches so again to put this in perspective you know in india we expect to see a 200 plus score on an average say once in 6 7 matches so in short uh, i don't expect big scores this ipl now uh, this also means another trend will be reversed or may be reversed you know the general trend in t20s has been to ball first get to know the target and then chase it down uh, but then this might be a strategy that might need some rethinking uh, given the pitches in uae tend to get slower over the duration of a match and i'm sharing some stats on how teams are fared uh, in uae conditions and whether there is a uh, you know more success chasing or not now as per the stats it still shows that electing the field might be the way to go but i do think as the tournament uh, progresses that trend will be reversed as the pitches will tend to slow down so i expect teams to start winning the toss and batting first as the tournament progresses uh something else uh, another stat about the pitches uh, and the venue is that the bound the percentage of boundaries a uh, boundary per uh, venues and so there's a table here which i'll be showing uh, which shows that the percentage of runs and boundaries in uae is slightly lower than what it is in india 
even in charja with the small boundaries we might still get to see you know we might get to see a bit more than the average which you can see in the numbers but still the numbers are lower than most of the indian grounds so in short you know we can expect a lot more running uh, less boundaries the slow slow pitches so bit of strike rotation necessary and big sixes and boundaries might be less and that's what's clearly the, the stats are showing from the venues and in short what i want to say is that uh, you know we will have low scoring games which is what i have been trying to say but you know one thing i want to say you know uh, people always think uh, people when they say ipl they tend to relate oh it's the big sixes and uh, fours but i want to say that you know low scoring games are actually thrillers and you know because you have you know with low score low scoring matches you have smaller margins to play so i expect a lot more nail biting finishers in this tournament and not i mean ipl always you know plays out a lot of nail biting matches i expect a lot more this time and we also will get to see some teams really choking because you know i'm sure chasing as the pitches get slower becomes really difficult and you will see teams choking while chasing so this is what i expect from the venue and the pitches in new well i mean that's uh, clearly puts a context we have seen some uh, tournaments in uae we have seen some sharjah series and the pakistan playing lately and all but that clearly puts a context on how the three pitches might behave uh, and uh, as you also said you know as the tournament progresses there might be differences as well you i think you have also prepared the probable lineups for all the teams uh, so i think we can start one by one i'll do one thing i'll go ahead and then i will open the platform for others to speak so uh, i'll start off with my team so yes the defending champions mumbai indians so you know i mentioned in the previous podcast that they lost all the matches that they played in uae last time uh, and you know given that they are not great at defending their titles you know the odds are really stacked against them uh, so i let's see what how mumbai lands but anyways coming to my playing 11 so i have uh, quinton dicock uh, opening the batting with rohit sharma and quinton dicock has been good for south africa recently you know given the captaincy he has taken it just like that and he has been playing well and i expect him to provide some quick starts uh, but i feel once the pitches start to slow down i don't expect him to score much uh, so for me i see him as an explosive batsman at the top uh, but then i don't see him carrying the innings over but again you know, he is in a peak now so maybe he can anyways the rest of lineup uh, the number 4 is the contentious position i'm go- i've gone with ishan kishan uh, because you know i he is the best i could choose from the team they have uh, amal preet singh and uh, sarab tiwari are i would say reasonable backups i have kept them but i go with ishan kishan uh, and then uh, the other changes are the main the main crux of the mumbai team is the all-rounders they have so they have uh, pollard kunal pandya and hardik pandya at, for me at 5 6 and 7 and you know the thing is they can just swap here and there i will be not shocked if i see hardik pandya coming up uh, if quick runs are needed or if they're trying for a, uh, someone to come and do some quick runs pinch hitting uh, then i've gone for the bowlers because given the conditions uh, you know i if whatever the conditions i expect bumra to play so and i feel they should have one more pacer because hardik pandya opening the bowling i really don't know and the spinners from mumbai maybe rahul chahar can open the bowling but i expect ten bowl to at least start the tournament and then see how it's going and then if required maybe uh, maybe there will be a replacement and so i go I, i've gone with bumra and bolt as my pacers chahar as my spinner and i also have taken ankul roy for a, you know a variation and a backup So that's my playing 11 for Mumbai 
And yes, Karan and Banu, the platform for you if you want to give your updates, your sharing. Yeah, so I'll add something to that. As we all know, Bombay, Mumbai Indians doesn't like the even number. All the trophies have come in 13, 15, uh, 17 and 19. So that, that is one thing which we need to look out for. The other thing I think which will drive Mumbai Indians would be their... Uh, uh, I mean, so far, CSK is the only team which has won back-to-back two tournaments. That is something which Mumbai will look to probably do and win another trophy this year. Adding to what uh, Rohit said, I would have played the similar playing level, except instead of Uncle Roy, I would probably give chance to Prince Balwant Rai, who's like a 17, 18-year-old leg spinner from Punjab. Uh, because Mumbai Indians also played this Kashmiri baller last year. His name was Rasik Salamdar. So Mumbai always tries at least one specific bowler every season or player every season. And because the pitches are slow in uh, UAE, I think Prince Balwant Rai would be a good pick because good scout pick actually. And the second thing which I, see, uh, which I feel Mumbai lacks is a world-class spinner. I mean, they do have Kunal Pandya, Rahul Jahar, but all their foreign picks from a baller perspective are all pacers. So I think that is something which might cost them in the tournament. Other than that, I think they're always the favorites. Sorry, one more thing to add. Mumbai Indians does not like UAE. Last time when Mumbai Indians played in UAE, we played five, we lost all five. So that is something the stats are against us. That is something which needs to be worked on as well. I also feel that Mumbai Indians has a very thin squad in terms of uh, having the specialists that a game like T20 needs. Uh, especially, you know, their foreign, uh, the foreign players in their squad. You have Colton Nayak, you have McLaren, you have James Patterson. Great bowlers. Uh, great bowlers in the 50-over game. Uh, great bowlers in the shorter version of the games. Some of them have played in the you know, Big Bash. Some of them have played, played in the IPL in the previous two years. But the problem is you cannot always have three of them play every game because it, it almost destroys the balance of your team. And there is no big name other than Kieran Pollard for the last 10 years as a, as a you know, marquee signing from a foreign player as an all-rounder at Mumbai Indians. Uh, it almost becomes like uh, you know, he has to stay until the end if top order collapses. Uh, so I think that's going to be very crucial for Mumbai. If they can hold on the first five or eight overs without losing too many tickets, even to the uh, decent strike rate of six per over, they will be true and they will be lucky. So, let's move to the next team, uh, Sunrisers Hyderabad, we go to. So, you know, this is a team which, uh, for me, always goes under the radar. You know, they, the funny thing is, they always give you consistent performances every IPL also. You know, for me, according to me, they have the best opening pair we have in IPL currently. And uh, so, I have, I have gone with my playing 11. So, I would obviously go with Besto and Warner as my openers. For me, they are the best. Uh, I've gone with Manish Pandey and Kane Williamson. Now, Williamson at four is something which I do think a lot about. You know, whether to choose Williamson at four or not. But for me, the challenge comes later. I'll explain to you that point. So, then I've gone with Vijay Shankar at five. Now, number six was a very odd position. Because from their squad, I couldn't find anyone who can fill in that number six position. And that is exactly why I thought I don't want Williamson in my team. Because I thought Mohamed Nabi can fill in that position at number six. And also be the backup spinner, which is very much required in uh, UAE. So, I was thinking of that. But now, in this squad, I've gone with Priyam Gar. Uh, you know, his stats are good. So, I've gone for him now. And then, uh, I've obviously, Rashid Khan is my main spinner. And he'll bat at 7 for me. Slightly one up the order. But that's because I have Abhishek Sharma and Bhuvaneshwar Kumar 
at eight and nine who are I would say kind of all rounders, so they can fill in that seven, eight, nine position and lower down the order can get some quick runs. And I've gone for Shabazz Nadim, a bowler I feel is very underrated. Uh, you know, he has bowled very well consistently throughout the IPL. He has bowled well, uh, a very good left-arm spinner. So I, I've gone for Shabazz Nadim. And the pacer to support Bhuvneshwar Kumar for me is now they do have certain uh, good paces with them, but I've gone with Khalil Ahmed for now. Uh, but for me, the biggest challenge for me uh, for the uh, Sunrisers team is the batting or the batting position. They're heavily dependent on the top three or if Williamson plays in the top four. Uh, so they have to score the bulk of the runs like how they did the last year. So otherwise, they will struggle. That's what I feel. I think for uh, SRS, like you rightly said, it will be a great uh, uh, chance for Mitchell Marsh to actually you know, prove why he is the all-rounder in the team. Because uh, apart from him, the only other candidate is Vijay Shankar. And he really hasn't ever proven his work apart from a few one-off instances, right? Uh, and apart from that, their bowling lineup has really been, you know, the underdogs always. Uh, Rashid Khan, he, he became the star in IPL three years ago. Purely because nobody knew him back then. Nobody knew how to play. And he was unplayable. Uh, Bhuvi, of course, or proven T20 specialist. So I think it'll be a great team to sort of sit down and see how they settle with their batting and bowling orders in terms of who opens the bowling. Are they going to open the first over with the spinner like they usually do? Or are they going to trust their uh, movie to sort of take the bait and deliver all the first overs? So it would be a good team to uh, wait and watch. You said Kane Williamson uh, may not be picked, uh, need not be picked. So who might be their captain? Because I believe uh, Kane Williamson is the captain's material in that team. Oh, good question. Let me go back to the team again. Give me the second. obvious name that comes to my mind is, of course, David Warner. But uh, I don't know if after the entire match fixing scandal and all that happened between the last yeah. two years. Rashid Khan. Or it could be Rashid Khan or Bhuvi. Uh, Bhuvi yeah. has done it Nabi. in a few instances. Nabi was Afghanistan captain as well. Uh, so, yeah. Yes, sure. And for me, the only concern is that if you play Kane Williamson, I feel, uh, you know, the lower order strength of batting has goes down. And I, I don't know, I'm not very confident of Kane Williamson being that slogger at the end. He's more of the class batsman who plays at the top. But if Bairstow and Warner are doing that, I feel uh, Williamson is an additional requirement, which is maybe not necessary. I think we start off with, I mean, SRS should start, start off with Kane Williamson. And then, obviously, he's the captain and then see where they're going and then decide based on. Yeah. So, let's keep moving now. Let's go to the uh, home Ground of uh, Banu and Karan, Rajasthan Royals. Uh, so, I like to call this as the English squad. Uh, you know, there are some top English players in this team. But then, uh, yes, captained by an Australian. Uh, so, if available, all these players will walk into any playing level. You know, and they walk into the Rajasthan playing level without doubt. So, uh, but then, uh, I'm actually not really sure about the availability of Ben Stokes. Uh, but anyways, I have gone with him in the uh, 11. So, in my 11, coming to it, I've gone with Josh Butler opening the batting. To partner Butler, I was actually looking through the players and I've gone with Manan Vora. Interesting choice, you can say, but I've gone with him because I feel he is a top order batsman. Because when I looked at the squad, they have a lot of top order batsmen, very little in the uh, number 6-7. So I've gone with Manan Vora as opener and I've gone even more interesting, I've gone for Rian Parag as my one-down batsman. Again, the reason is again, Parag is again someone who can bat in the beginning when the power play is there. I really don't know. I've, I've not seen him perform when the field is spread, especially in slow conditions, whether he can clear the boundary. I really don't know. So that's why I want to make it heavy there. And I expect Sanju Samson and Ben Stokes 
to be the persons or the, or the players who actually will carry them through the slog overs. So that's what I felt. And uh, I like, uh, you know, Lomror. I don't know how to pronounce the name there, but I think it's Mahipal Lomror, I believe. So I like him. Uh, so he's someone I believe, again, can score, you know, do give innings and impetus towards the end of the innings. Him, Shreyas Gopal can do some slogging. So I've gone for seven and eight with them. Now coming to the ballers, uh, Jofra Archer, again, English player. I've gone with him. He's my, I think, a direct pick. The way he has been playing recently, not in the test, but in the limited overs, has been good. Uh, so I've gone with Archer. Uh, I have gone with Unatkar. And for me, uh, you know, I know Unatkar, everyone says that, you know, he's having a bad season and a bad season because, you know, he goes for a big price. But I believe this year, he's going to shine. You know, he balls those uh, off-cutters and slow deliveries. And I feel this low, low pitchers in UAE will suit his type of balling. So I've gone for Unatkar as my second pacer. And for spinners, I've gone for Mayang Markandri and Shreyas Gopal uh, as the main two spinners. Now, interesting debates which I had on was, as I told you, I have left out, uh, say, Robin Utapa. I have left out ESSV Jaiswal, uh, who I really rate as a 50-year-old player, 50-over player. Uh, but in T20s to slog, I really don't know where to put him. So, I have left them out of the team, but they can easily replace Manan Vora and Riyam Parag in the 11 as soon as they start fading. So, this is my 11, but, you know, uh, Karan Banu, Feel free to chip in. So, I, I have a few things to talk about Rajasthan Royals. The first thing is that they've had a change in coach. Andrew McDonald is the new coach, I think. Yeah, he's the new coach. He was, uh, it was Paddy Upton who was the last coach. And he was replaced by Andrew McDonald, who's again an Australian. So, that might help Stephen Smith. Uh, the other thing which Rohit said was very relevant with respect to Jaiswal. But they also have another under-19 star kid which is Karthik Tyagi, because that was one bowler throughout the tournament no one could read. And keeping in mind the conditions of UAE, that is something that will suit him a lot more. So, let's say instead of Lormore or Shreyas Gopal, maybe they could try him out in one or two games. And with respect to Uttapa, Uttapa has experience and I think he's a good player of spin and the slow pitches might just suit him. So, they might just uh, let... Uh, Butler opened with Uttapa because Butler is more aggressive and Uttapa might be that calm, might get that calmness into the team. Uh, other than that, I feel that this is the first time in the start of a tournament when Rajasthan has all their foreign players available because sometimes either some English players are not coming in or sometimes some Australian players are not coming in. This is the first time when they have their whole squad strength together. So that is something which will be nice to see how they go about. But I think Rajasthan has a good team this time. They have, Their foreign players are really strong. Uh, with Uttapa, probably Jaiswal, Kartik Tyagi. Riyan Parag will definitely start. He was a star for them last year. He won them a few matches last, last year as well. He's an all-rounder. He bats well, he bowls well and he feels well. So I have a feeling Riyan Parag will start. But yeah, they have a good team overall. I think you, you both have... Uh... Hit the nail there. The only couple of uh, changes or rather suggestions I would have or add to the discussion is Sanju Samson should open. This is his season to prove his worth, not just to the team in Rajasthan or in IPL, but also to the selectors, whoever is watching, you know, who has uh, any kind of intention to sort of vouch for next year's T20 World Cup. If Sanju Samson wants to give it a shot, this is his moment, this is his try. So I think coming up the order, uh, facing as many balls as possible. Uh, right through the innings will give him a lot of opportunity to do that. 
Uh, and I really feel that the Rajasthan management has always backed him uh, through, through, through all these seasons so far. So that will be one change. Not too sure about the youngsters like Manan Vora or Vigyan Parag, but I really feel this is the IPL where Stephen Smith you know, really lights it up in terms of his batting. Uh, and and I, I really can't see anybody coming to stop him on the UAE pitches. Like the man has all the shots it takes to clear the ball anywhere around the pitch. Uh, he's coming off a very good series, uh, you know, on, on the international front. So good luck to Rajasthan. It's my hometown. They've never come close to winning since the first season. So it'll be definitely great to see them uh, win in UAE this year. Okay, so now let's go to my favorite team, RCB, Royal Challengers Bangalore. Uh, so. Will it, they, will it be their year at last? Like, you know, so, Liverpool won it this time around. So, maybe RCB also can win. Let's see. That's what I'm hoping for. Uh, so, anyways, uh, coming to their playing 11, uh, I think it's very easy to pick 11 for RCB. Bhanu was mentioning earlier. Uh, you know, I've, I've gone with the Padikal in my opening with Finch uh, because I personally like uh, Padikal as a player and I feel that he this can be maybe his breakout season. Uh, he has shown here and there sparks, but I think this can be his breakout season. So, I've gone for him and Finch in the top of the order. I've gone with Kohli and De Villiers. Uh, and I'm hoping that you know, De Villiers can do the wicket-keeping. Now, that is a key part here. Because if De Villiers can't, then this playing 11 does not fit in. Then I have to fit in a keeper and then I have to see how to manipulate the team. But for me, for me, for now, De Villiers is my keeper and he's a number four. Uh, Muin Ali picks himself because he's in form. He's... He is spinning all-rounder. He is my number five. Shivam Dubey, the big hitter, which many teams lack. RCB has. RCB has Shivam Dubey for me. RCB has Shivam Dubey at six. Chris Morris at seven, and Washington Sundar at eight. Now that is a very good, uh, you know, six, seven, eight, and quick runs can be easily scored. Big hits, big sixes can be expected from that six, seven, eight. And add Moin Ali and AB De Villiers at four and five. I think this is a very good batting order, strong batting order. And uh, talking about batting order, I think even the bowling is pretty good. Uh, Chahal, world-class spinner. So, he fits in directly. I've gone with Umesh Yadav and Navdeep Saini as my paces. Uh, now, uh, you know, uh, I love personally, Navdeep Saini for me, uh, you know, I agree this is going to be slow and low pitches. But I was talking the other day to, you know, these people and I feel Navdeep Saini is one pacer who will still stand out. Because he has those, you know, Serious Yorkers, which can actually trouble any batsman in any pitch. So, I feel uh, Navadi Saini will be a big pick. I've gone with Umesh Yadav. Now, uh, you know, yes, uh, he at least for me, he starts at the tournament. Uh, but then, uh, let's see how it goes. Because there are other options in the bench. Because there's Dale Stain, obviously. A player, I feel, uh, can come in. Uh, then, uh, Adam Zampa is a spinner. If they want to bring an extra spinner, Adam Zampa can be the option. Because Washington Sundar opens the balling. So, Adam Zampa can come in as an extra spinner. Uh, definitely, another player who I feel, at least to the latter part of the tournament, will come in and will replace Chris Morris if he's not, picking, if he's not clicking, is uh, Isuru Udana. In these conditions, Udana can be extremely special. And he also can hit those big shots. So, I feel Udana at 7 or 8 can be really good. So, this is 11 I've gone with. Again, uh, you know, Karan and Bhanu, please join. Well, the RCB fans are back once again this year. Cup Namde, sir. But, uh, I mean, coming, coming to the team, uh, Rohit, I think a uh, couple of important things that, that I have been tracking. I mean, I've been following RCB very closely. And, uh, you know, with Danish Seth, who is following them, and he's a big Instagram sensation right now. 
yeah, the, the fans are getting some sneak peek into what's going on. And I haven't seen De Villiers take the wicket-keeping gloves in any of the practice session videos that have come out. In fact, Virat Kohli did a batting session a couple of nights ago and uh, Pathe Patel was the keeper. You could see, you know, when he was uh, you know, going for a few shots. So, uh, which is what I also brought uh, at the beginning of the discussion with you, right, when we were discussing today. That for RCB, I think the, the, the anchor point becomes selecting the keeper. And I think Pathe Patel calls for uh, a natural selection there if they need a specialist keeper over Josh Philippe, purely because of his experience with the T20 format and the IPL conditions uh, of what the tournament requires. So I feel the opening will be Pathif and Aaron Finch. Uh, of course, uh, there might be a situation during the tournament where De Villiers picks his fitness up, you know, and he sort of sort of uh, goes, does the practice rounds, and you know, maybe takes the gloves for a few games if the need be, if the team is not clicking. If Pathif Patel fails to do the batting duties that a wicketkeeper in T20 has to do, then I don't see De Villiers shying away from the responsibility. Uh, but I, I, I really feel. <coughs> Uh, one of the biggest advantages for RCB is that they have players who can play T20 really, really well, clear the boundary at will. From one to nine, I mean, they have batsmen who can just stand and deliver, uh, which I feel uh, has never been the case for them. They've always had to depend on three and four, Virat and AP heavily, right? Uh, we did not have Chris Morris. Uh, sort of uh, play last season. We did not have the likes of Shivam Dube get promoted and play throughout the season last uh, last year. So I think what's going to happen this season is uh, IPL uh, will see RCB's best team come out in every game. They will try to find their fixed eleven. They are notoriously known for uh, shuffling a lot and trying too many players. I think they will try to fix that this season, and uh, we will see their best game. Yes, I'm also hoping for the same. Uh, you know, RCB having a big season that would help. I, I'm just hoping this is the year they're going to win. Virat Kohli has to win the IPL trophy, so I hope this is the one. Karan, you have anything to add on? Uh, the one thing I would like to add is that the addition of Aaron Finch to the RCB squad is an added bonus because he's in good form. With respect to the recent T20 series, which uh, Australia lost to one, uh, he was the second highest run getter in that series. He scored 125 runs. Uh, that's one thing. And the other thing is, adding to what Bhanu said, I think Parthiv Patel, uh, Patel will start all the games. AB de Villiers always has a weak back, and he hasn't been playing much of international cricket either. So I don't see AB de Villiers picking up the gloves. I, I think Parthiv Patel will have that. Uh, uh, spot and I feel the team this time is really well. I think the other added advantage for them was they were the first team that reached UAE. That allowed them that ample amount of time for quarantine and team bonding and the whole bubble and all those things that added with RC, in, into RCB's favour. So yeah, I think RCB has a good chance this season but we say that every year. So let's let's see how that goes. If you have Virat Kohli in the team, you are always hyped. Uh, so, yeah, that's true. RCB is always hyped uh, starting from the first season, but they have always underachieved. Uh, let's go on. Uh, I think this, is a, uh, this has been a too long a session. I think we will have to conclude here. We have finished four teams. Uh, you know, uh, so half of the work is done, uh, hopefully. Uh, we can start again. Uh, but from the second episode, we will, you know, we will take the other four teams and we will look on, we will predict uh, who might win and who might finish at the top. Uh, you know, so uh, if you have any comments regarding what we have said, if you have anything to add, I think Karan has had a lot of scouts and uh, Rohit has uh, prepared a lot of uh, teams and uh, Banu has uh, given some internal uh, selection points over here. 
So uh, we have covered almost, but you know, it's, it's hard to cover in 20 minutes. So if you have anything to add, please add it in your comments. Uh, we would like to see them. If you like the content, please like, share with your friends, subscribe to the channel. And a big thanks to the panel. You know, thank you, Karan, Bhanu, and Rohit. It's a uh, pleasure. Thank you for having uh, us over here, sports car team. Uh, love to be here back soon. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, Vishal. Thanks, Rohit. Thanks, Rohit. Yeah. Until next time, stay safe. Okay.